Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got an incredible episode coming up today. This is the first episode of Sherpa Sports, which we're also going to publish on sportspodcast.com, as well as domainsherpa.com, YouTube, Apple, Google Play, and all our other usual outlets. Like we say on Down the Rabbit Hole, as all roads lead to domains, domains lead to everything else. And today, my guest is none other than Chris Jenkins, the former Villanova basketball player who hit the game-winning shot in the 2016 National Championship game at the buzzer to win the title for Villanova. It's one of the most iconic moments in college basketball history. And with the explosion of NFTs and the recent announcement of several new NFT platforms focused on sports collectibles, we talk about how his moment could be monetized on those platforms and made more accessible to fans. We also talk about Chris's future plans, the Villanova culture. He also lets us know what he thinks about the upcoming Villanova season and who he's pulling for in the NBA playoffs. All of this is coming up right now here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So V, What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J On, the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today is a special show that I could not be more excited about. As you know, because I've mentioned it on the show before, I've got sportspodcast.com. And today is actually our first sports-themed show, which we're going to publish on the Sports Podcast site, as well as Domain Sherpa, YouTube, Apple, all the other usual outlets. As we say here on Domain Sherpa, all roads lead to domains. And as we explain on the Down the Rabbit Hole series, our work with domains leads us into different areas and topics all the time, including those under the umbrella of digital assets, especially crypto and NFTs. Plus, for those of you who know, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm all Philly Philly all day. And as a Villanova alum, I'm a huge fan of Nova sports and especially Nova hoops. And also a shout out to Florida Gators. So with no further ado, today, my guest on the show is none other than Chris Jenkins, Villanova Wildcat, who hit, in my opinion, in the opinion of many, many people, the most iconic shot in the history of college basketball. So let that sink in for a minute. The most iconic shot in the history of the sport, the sport, Craig. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris, obviously basketball player, played his college ball at Villanova, key player on the 2016 National Championship team. As mentioned, he hit the shot to win the championship on that fateful day, that fateful evening in April. And uh, now Chris is involved in player development at Villanova while also engaged in some entrepreneurial ventures. So today we're going to talk about some of that current work. And those things, we're also going to talk about the shot, the shot in relation to NFTs. With this real explosion in sports collectibles and NFTs happening right now, new platforms being announced literally on the daily and introduced on what seems to be a daily basis backed by some of the biggest names and some, uh, uh, in some cases on some of the best domains in the world, such as candy.com. See, I told you I was all going to tie back to our mission statement of domains, all roads lead to domains. So with that, Chris, man, thank you and welcome to the show, bro. Man, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to to just have a great conversation and learn a lot myself. All right, man. Oh, that's definitely what's up. So with that, so what's really good? I know you're a busy guy. And uh, again, appreciate you taking this time out. We on the weekend right now. So I know, uh, you know, it's been kind of crazy. But what do you got going on? Like, where are you spending your time? Like, you know, the summer, what are you up to right now? Oh, man. Um, like you mentioned earlier, I was I was helping up, helping out at Nova with player development stuff. And I was able to because I had an injury that a lot of people don't know about. I got hurt. Uh, playing in Europe and I hurt my hip really bad and uh, it sidelined me for co a couple of years because of just how bad the injury was yeah, yeah. And, uh, when I took that position at Nova I was able to use that to not only give back to a university and to some players but 
they were also able to help me in my recovery process and my rehab and allow me to get back in a spot where I'm deciding on if I can play at a professional level again. So I'm at the crossroads and continuing to rehab, continuing to work out and train. And um, in the next month and a half, two months, I'll see where my body is and I'll be able to see like, okay, I can still play basketball or, you know, it's just time to close that chapter of playing and and move forward. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, and that's crazy. And I know that's one of those things, man, you know, success and, you know, getting to, you know, I mean, look, you've already played at the highest level. I know you've been at camps for NBA teams and you played professionally overseas. And again, you know, and what you did at Nova, I mean, that is written in the history books. Right. So, you know, and, and it's tough, man. I mean, injuries, I, you know, I know some folks who, who, you know, who have been professional athletes and, you know, it's what's crazy to me is you guys have been through a lifetime of experiences, you, whether or not like you end up playing and, you know, continuing to play at that level. And that's what it you know, what it do or you go and, you know, you go to coach or whatever else you get into. I mean, already at such a young age, man, you guys have been through so much. That's just crazy to me. And it's like and even now you're like, yeah, I'm at the, you know, kind of figuring out like sort of the next phase. And it's like you're in like, you yo mid 20s, man, and have already like, <laughs> been through it, you know, and uh yeah, man. And I think it's all good either way. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where, look, I, I mean, I know it's got to be tough, especially when your body is like, you know, you're hoping that you can get it right and kind of and there's, you know, timing and all sorts of different things that go into that. But, man, you know, God bless. Good luck, obviously, on all of that. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see, you know, sort of which way you end up going. I mean, I think no matter what, you're going to be all good. It's like, you know, and, uh, you know, I just think it's, you know, it's just awesome that you're able to even kind of still be in the mix like that. And haven't already been through what you've been through, you know what I mean? So, so that's yeah. all. So that's all good. And uh, so, yeah. So with that, so the player development at Nova. So if you end up not playing, like you, you know, you decide, all right, you know, it's, you know that that's that's not the fit. So is it coaching? Is it training? Is it maybe even more of a business? You know, because I see guys like James Jones, you know, ex players Elton Brand, who who become very successful GMs in in the NBA. Um, and uh, you know, and I think for you, you know. I don't know you. Right. But like, I seen you up on stuff that I feel like I kind of know you and you always seem to have this really big personality and like, you know, like <laughs> kind of that dude. So, you know, right. is that even something that interests you going forward, like long-term? I mean, what do you think? No, nah, I've definitely thought about that. I've definitely done TV stuff. I've definitely talked to other coaches about coaching to just see, you know, where I would want to go. And, um, I think I'm more so leaning towards like if I can't ever play basketball again or decide not to, I think I'm more so leaning towards um, at least starting out in, in entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. you know, just just trying to parlay and use relationships to, you know, what I'm saying guide my life and, you know, what I mean, move that way because I feel like I have a like you said, I have a pretty good personality. I'm a, I'm a very, very good dude, stand up guy. I'm honest. But so I think that. You know, going entrepreneurship is something that could uh, bode well for me. So, yeah. But I, I you want to know who I really look up to? The stuff like that. Okay. I really, I really idolize Magic Johnson. Like, All I right. really want to be able to yeah. do whatever I want to. Like, if I want right. to go and coach, like for him, it was going and working in the front office for a year yeah. and a half, and yeah. realizing, like, hey, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I kind of want to. I yeah. kind of want to. You have that template and have that guideline for success is like, you know, you know, we, we only live here on earth for, you know what I mean? A short period of time. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to be doing the things that I love. Yeah. yeah playing basketball is something that I love. So I've been fortunate enough to do that. Yeah. And I'd be crazy to give that up and, and pursue something else. So I'm going to definitely try to pursue that. Yep. Yep. And, and see. 
Well, you know, and I think, yeah, without a doubt, I mean, look, Magic, I mean, when you, you know, he did the front office thing, it was kind of not exactly his, his thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, you know, it's all good. He's like, you know, but he's tampering. He just doesn't, you know, because yeah, he's in the mix. He's man. Doing I what get he it. do now. He working out <laughs> yeah. on a yacht. I may not work on a, on a yacht, but I can work out in a hotel pool by the beach yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, man, but his ownership interest in different sports, Dodgers, you know, yeah. things like that, like every all his real estate and other types of ventures and things that, you know, he's been into. I mean, no, without a doubt. I mean, I think that he's somebody that we all could aspire to try to be like yeah. and, uh, you know, in the way he's done a lot of things the right way and, you know, just gotten his, his, you know, he's got, he's, it's like, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Exactly. <laughs> he he yeah. was able to use his basketball knowledge and fame, yeah. but cause it wasn't just fame. It's the sure. basketball knowledge that yeah. he possessed. And he parlayed that and used that to build these strong relationships that allow him to, to be in a position that he's in. It's all yeah. about his business moves and his relationships. Yeah, because he, he was able to use his relationships. And like you said, his relationship is so great with the Lakers. Think about that. He took a job and quit a year and a half into the job and they still love him. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He ain't you going know, like, yeah. it, like they love him, love him. They'll never treat him any different. And like yeah, any yeah. other person in any other job, I feel yeah. like that that company or those people would look like. Yeah, like you yeah. never come back around. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're right. Man. And relationships and in business and, and all that are so key because it's like, you know, having access to the right people, having people feel the right way about you ultimately, you know, is going to drive a lot of stuff when, you know, you're trying to make things happen and, you know, kind of put the dots together and, and, and you know, do things and get things done. So I'm, I'm with you, man. I think that and I think that is absolutely dope. And I would agree. I mean, I think he's up there for a lot of folks, myself included. And, uh, you know, man, magic, man, you know, for sure. Right. And uh, exactly. so, so I dig it, man. Well, and I think that, you know, Villanova, you know, I think that at a minimum, right, you've got this background, too. I mean, you know, you're a Villanova grad, man. It's funny. I like, you know, one of my buddies, like, uh, you know, he always gives me a hard time. He's like, you know, I'm always talking about how I went to Nova, you know, because we're proud of it. You know, we think yeah, it really absolutely. helps. Absolutely. You know, be proud of it. Yeah. Build a foundation. He's like, you know, and, uh, you know, and he's like, you know, we're just talking about something. And it was like some joke about, oh, and did you mention, you know, you're a Novagrad? Like, because it's like, of course, I, you know, of course, I. he's like, as if I wouldn't have, because I always am saying it. I mean, actually, <laughs> we were at my grand, we were at my, I almost said grandfather, but my uh, my father-in-law's house just the other, like earlier today, you know, my, my one son's wearing his va Villanova basketball shirt. My kid's wearing shorts. I got the shorts on. You know what I mean? We're always repping Nova, man. Hey, man. And uh, it's, it's in us, man. It's in the blood. <laughs> no doubt. It's in the blood, man. So, so you think that, so the Nova thing, we'll talk a little bit about that too. I mean, I think just education-wise provides a great foundation. Alumni, school, all that kind of stuff. I mean, and what you guys have done with the program, I mean, dude, like, you know, so, you know, I look at it. So I went to, I mean, I graduated back in 99, right? So I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old head, right? So I was there when Kerry Kittles was still playing for a little bit, right? And then I saw the, you know, the Randy Foy, you know, Alan Ray, Jason Frazier, Curtis Sumner, like, you know, that crew come through and, you know, they were, I mean, I think that bullshit, sorry, pardon my language, travel by called on oh, Ray. You know what I mean? That's like horrible. horrible. Right. And uh, you know, to to making it to the final four, then saw Scotty Reynolds and them do it. And uh, but man, but you guys did it, you know. And I mean, it was one of those things, like at a small school like Villanova. I mean, in credit, obviously, huge shout out to Jay Wright. I mean, he is the dude, and uh, you know, the the program that he built, but like you know, you guys in 16, I mean, that was that run changed. I mean, it went from like 
Look at Gonzaga, man. Gonzaga is a great program, but they still have to get over that hump, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like nobody could beat them. Although I knew Baylor was legit. And, you know, shout out to this year's Nova squad for hanging like they did in that game because they were in that. And that team, yeah. we saw it the year before when they beat us. I mean, they're good, good, right? And, no, absolutely. you know, so getting over that hump. And I'll even say this, too, from a skill standpoint, man. I mean, you were one of the first out there, like, you know, as a big man shooting from the NBA range in college games, dude. People weren't necessarily – now everybody wants to be Steph Curry and Trey Young, but, like, people weren't – especially big men weren't Ice Trey. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like – That was right. It was just the offense and the confidence, and it was just everything about what he taught us. It was yeah. just like, look, man, just – I brought you here because of, you know what I mean, your strengths, and I felt like we could put the Villanova basketball imprint on – you know, all the guys that we bring here, but we bring all of you guys here for your strengths. So if you don't play to your strengths, why, why, what are you, what are we doing? Yeah. So that's just yeah. kind of how that approach was like, look, I can shoot from half court. It spaces the floor for everybody. So let me shoot <laughs> from half court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying, man, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that was like, you were one of the first big dudes in college. I felt like, and maybe it's because I watch more Nova than I watch just everybody else, but man, you know, and that was like, you know, that's like the new wave. Now everybody's shooting. You know what I mean? And uh, everybody five out, four oh, guards. I mean, you're shooting like, you know, and I mean, look, Trey Young's a special talent too, but he's shooting from the logo, pointing at it after his shots go up. And oh. I'm a Sixers, I'm a Sixers fan, man. So that was really rough for me, the way that yeah. uh, you know, that series played out. I mean, but you know, shout outs to Trey Young, man. I mean, shout out to Trey. But I got a bone to pick with some Sixers fans. Right. So I got to go here with you because you All just right. told me you were the Sixers fan. <laughs> Are you one of those Sixers fans that always be putting out the bad energy that Joel Embiid is going to be hurt or always is hurt? Nah, man. Embiid's okay. my dude, man. I'm. I, here's the thing. I'm more of like, look, I, you know, when it comes, I'm not a typical Philly, Philly fan. You know what I okay. mean? Like, I'm a Philly sports fan, but I'm not like, you know, bang, not bang, bird gang. Like, all that kind of talk where it's so negative because at the end of the day, man, look, the difference between winning at the professional level is a razor thin margin. You know what I'm saying? And if you can win and at the collegiate level, look how many teams there's 300 or whatever teams that ultimately are playing for, you know, a championship. This is what is so special about what you guys were able to accomplish, you know, not just once, but twice, you know, in three years. And I still believe we probably, you know, you guys have a chance to win in that in between year. If they don't that bullshit with Spellman and they don't end up putting him on, you know, whatever, man. like, you know, that yeah, whole thing. The NCAA knew what they were doing, man. You know, they knew so, what they were doing. I mean, I know for you too, you know, you got to see, you know, your brother win his championship that year. So that was probably, you know, obviously, I mean, you should, you were on TV, like cheering yeah. for him at the game, man. So that was a good thing. But honestly, that could have been you guys again. You know what I mean? No, so absolutely. Like <laughs> it, that was one of those things where like, okay, if I can't win it, then obviously there's only one person to cheer for. Yeah. But if I, if I was playing or we had a chance, you know, like to go and win, it would have been the same thing as the first year. Like, hey, <laughs> I holler at you after the game. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with it. No, when it so it comes to the, like, like I said, man. So I appreciate what it takes to win. I think at the end of the day, man. You know, these guys are doing their best. Everybody from the front office down to the coaching, and it's all that. Like, unless there's something funky which gives you a reason to truly feel like, hey, you know, as a fan, you know, I can't necessarily like, you know, kind of buy into this type of thing, but. Nah, man, Embiid's like he's a he's a, he's he's the dude. He's a once in a lifetime kind of big man, you know, with his range and all that kind of stuff, and like his foul shooting and everything else. And you know that torn meniscus, man. I mean, I, that definitely you know unfortunately took a step off of him. And you know, and Simmons had some challenges. He got in his head too much about you know shooting and scoring and free throw shooting. Right. It's like you know, and Harris also needed to probably be a bit more aggressive. But it's like man, in the flow of the game, it's hard. And and 
you know, Atlanta had that vibe, dude. I mean, that's the thing. They were playing like I read an article oh, wow. that I thought really summed it up that they were playing unbothered. You know what I mean? They're in New York. They're in the garden playing like they're playing, you know, like in the playground or in their own gym. You know, Trey, like, you know, people want to talk smack on dude. But man, like his command of the ball, the offense, obviously his shooting, like and just his poise is really incredible, man. And you got to have that at that level. And sometimes you get in that rhythm and it's injuries and it's other things. And, you know, sometimes it all clicks and works and other times it doesn't. You know what I mean? So right. you know, I'm, I'm good, man. I think at the end of the day, you know, it's all about just, you know, you support your team because that's what it is. And if you want to be fair weather and negative all the time, then the people like that are probably negative all the time about everything. You know what I'm saying? So right. at the end of the yeah. day, can't be around the- those people. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, bad energy, man. That's bad. Yeah, can't have that bad energy. <laughs> All right. So let's segue then into something. So, you know, talking about like, you know, the squad that you had and about the team that y'all put together for 16. Um, you know, so your boy, Josh Hart, I mentioned this, I think, in the email where he just recently bought in on the Board Ape Yacht Club. I don't know. Are you are you messing with any of this NFT stuff at all? Are you familiar with any of that? Like, I'm not I'm not familiar with it. But I've been trying to learn information about it. Yeah, yeah. So that I can use it for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know? Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. All right, cool, man. We back from a little break. And uh, as I was discussing a little bit and explaining some of what the NFT stuff is all about, uh, Chris had to put himself in a different locale. And uh, so we're all good. You outside now, man, just chilling. Hey, man, we got, got some trees behind me. Good, good mother nature. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it. So anyway, so what I was saying is I'm not the most technical person on this stuff, but effectively, you know, these NFTs are unique, like digital collectibles recorded on the blockchain. So, you know, that's how they're, you know, authenticated. And I want to get into super technical conversation about it, but, you know, like Top Shots, for example, are like digital basketball cards, but it's not just an image. Now it can be like a, like a little, like a clip. So you might have a LeBron James dunk, a LaMelo ball steal, you know, and they'll only put out so many. So they might put out a hundred of one thing and a thousand of another. So the ones that they put out less of are more rare. So they have more value and that kind of thing. And the board API club is a whole nother level. Cause it's these apes. They made 10,000 of them and they're all kind of cool doing wacky stuff. They're really drawn really well. And people use them for their social media avatars to let kind of people sort of flex a little like, Hey, I'm down with the, the BAYC, the board API club. I'll send you some stuff offline, man. Kind of get Ooh. you hip to it. Cause it's like, and then, you know, it's, you know, people are investing in them, but they, there's some community around it. Tyrese Halliburton, LaMelo Ball, who I just mentioned, they, they bought board apes. Waka Flocka bought an ape. Snoop Dogg was talking about buying an ape. And there's the, the, the more OG digital collectible NFT, which is the, um, the crypto punks. Jay-Z just changed his Instagram uh, avatar to a crypto punk. And he's also dropping reasonable doubt that that I mean, his, you know, classic album mm-hmm. as an NFT, which will probably auction for millions of dollars because they'll do that with some additional perks and and other kind of stuff as well. So this is a really good segue then into kind of talking about the shot 
and how, you know, there's probably some really cool opportunity for you, you know, to leverage that if it's something you want to do, you know? So, so bringing it back to hoops, I just, you know, for the folks, obviously everybody knows, but for anybody who doesn't setting the stage national championship, 2016, April 4th, energy stadium, Houston, Texas, Marcus page hits a circus three point shot to tie it up at 74, 74, there's 4.7 seconds on the clock. Oh, wait, I'm actually wearing the shirt. Hey, that's okay. what I'm talking about. It shows the play. Come you know on, baby. Come <laughs> through, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? The inb- You inbounds the ball to Arch. He does the draw. You know, Chef who sets the pick. You trail behind him. He throws it back to you. You shoot the shot. The buzzer goes off. Jay Wright says, bang. And right. this is history, man. I mean, it's like. You know, and and for me, I mean, like I said, I think when you hit a buzzer beater shot to win the title, you can't I mean, it, that's it. That's what every kid in his backyard, in his driveway, in the gym shooting is it wants to do. Right. Wants to hit that shot. And you, my dude, did that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that is just crazy. You know what I mean? So like to me, when I've had this kind of argument with people talking about the Leitner shot in 92, even Jalen Suggs for Zaga, like last year when he hit that shot. I'm like, to me, they still don't compare. I mean, Leitner, maybe because it's so it's kind of classic. It's old school. But Suggs, Gonzaga didn't even win the title. So to me, it's like, you might as well hit a buzzer beater in the regular season, man. That doesn't like, you know, in the moment, it's amazing. And, you know, he's up on the table and no doubt I'd be doing the same thing. But when you look at like the actual impact on the season, you know, they didn't they they don't they didn't get the trophy. You know what I mean? I mean, shout out to them. But. You know, nah. so not only did they not get the trophy, but they didn't really have no fans. So that takes away from it a little bit, too. Yeah. Not, oh, not oh. to add salt to their wound, but yeah. Yeah. Well, look, so our post-production, my brother, Billy, he's going to throw up the photo, a photo or two. We'll even see if we can throw in the clip right now. We'll just show it. So, you know, we'll bounce for a second and come right back in. But like just so everybody could see it. Four point seven seconds. Villanova trying to go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. The national champions with Jenkins hitting the winner at the buzzer. Jim, they're going to check it. I thought it was good live, but how about those onions? You know, and uh, but I think you're absolutely right, man. Suggs hits that shot. He's jumping up on a table for the cameras. But like, right. you know, but it's friends and family barely in, in the arena, right? I <laughs> right. mean, you it's hit that thing. Stadium. I mean, the shot you hit, and again, Jay Wright, cool as cool as ice, man. He's just like bang. And then like the whole thing. By the way, I have that shirt too. I don't want to wear that because I don't want to be that big of a fanboy on here. But like, <laughs> I got the shirt with you shooting that says bang. You know what I'm saying? And nah, uh, <laughs> that's love, man. I oh man, love. you know what it is, man. And uh you know, and then the whole place goes absolutely bananas. And, you know, you see Raleigh Massimino and, and you know, with Mike Fratello and like all those guys coming. I mean, this is like, you know, this is a classic, classic clip. And uh, and what's even also was just as crazy was when they showed everybody back at, in at Nova, you know, in wherever they were at. I think they were like at the I don't know if it was the Oreo or wherever, Bartley or wherever they were all. Oh, no, they were in the gym. They were in the gym. Yeah, right? In the pavilion. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. They were in the pavilion. So and then the pavilion goes completely apeshit. And it was just like, yo, like. I mean, dude, we were wiling out. I wasn't at the game. We had plenty of friends at work. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wish I went, man. I was, you know, I was man, checking. You should have bounced down to eight town. <laughs> I know. I know, man. And it's crazy, man. And like I said, so at the end of the day, you know, and uh, so that to me is just, uh, you know, was, was the moment. And I think now when we get into what's going on with NFTs, 
right? So you've got two, two platforms that just recently dropped. You got candy.com, uh, which is Fanatics, right? So that's the biggest apparel company. Now they bought a collectible uh, memorabilia autograph type business a few years ago based in Fort Lauderdale. And I don't know if they're going to combine this together. I know some folks who, who work there. They're actually based here, kind of local near Jacksonville where I'm at. But you got Gary V, Mike Novogratz from Galaxy Digital. They're all involved. It's a domain name. Candy.com is one of the best domain names in the world. We actually know the dude. It was owned by Rick Schwartz, who's the domain king. We got to get him on the show soon. But if people who know domains know Rick is like an OG. Our, our boy Andrew Miller was involved in getting Fanatics that domain. And he's been a guest on the show a lot, too. So it's like they got them that candy.com domain that now is this digital sports collectible platform that I don't you know, they haven't rolled any product out yet. But, you know, I think it's going to be the idea of trying to figure out how to take these athlete moments and collectibles, almost like digital autographs and other sort of things, and then combine them together for, you know, people to be able to buy auction, like, you know, kind of, you know, do all that kind of stuff. I mean, shoot, you talk about collectibles up here, man. This is from the old floor at the Jake Nevin Fieldhouse or whatever, like back before, like I told you, I'm an old head. Wow. That's a piece of the floor from, you know, 96 when, uh, I mean, shit, Steve Lapis was the coach back then. And, you know, this was like, you know, this was a while ago. And, but, you know, that's some history to... right there. Oh, yeah, man. And that's, that's what I'm saying. History. And actually, I don't know if you can see, I got Westbrook's, I got a sign Westbrook right there, which is because, uh, you know, he's Nova and that big uh, Nova guy. Yeah, man. You know, so it's all good. And uh, so, but imagine taking things like this and instead of it being like, I mean, there might be a physical representation, but there could also be, you know, the digital aspects too. So it's like, the clip of the shot, a photo, you know, I think some of it comes down to who owns the rights to what, you know, so March Madness is the actual, the video is at CBS. I know that. So there's another platform that also dropped uh, under the domain we.new. So it's we.new. So it's not even a.com, which is kind of interesting because on our show, we talk about domain names a lot and uh, you know, .com are like kind of the key, you know, those are the king, like the .com domains are, are always the, the best, but you know, different new especially a lot of like sort of crypto and newer ventures are willing to come out on some of these other domain names so if you type in we.new it'll bring up their thing and uh so this one is has got partnered up with like time magazine and img and wimbledon and universal music group and uh so their whole thing is the same kind of thing they're leading off their first sports moment that they're doing is andy murray when he won wimbledon right so they're basically taking his big win of wimbledon they're breaking it down into these five collectibles and they're doing like a hundred to one 50 of another 20, 10. And then there's like one sort of call it like almost like a grand prize. And that involves like, I think even playing like around, uh, no, I was going to say around a tennis. I don't, I'm not a tennis guy. So I'm tennis right. match. Right. So right. play a set with him. And then, you know, there's a signed thing that you get, but you also get like this clip online. That's like unique to what you get. And they're going to auction these off, man. They'll probably sell for millions of dollars, dude. You know? And oh, that's crazy. Hey, I still got my game worn national championship shoes. Might gotta get some NFTs <laughs> with those. That's what I'm saying. But this is that's my point, right? So there's some combination of like access, you know, maybe they get to get in the gym and shoot around with you, right? Oh, as absolutely. Well, as get well a, a autograph, frame, picture I'm, of the shot, everything. That's I, what I'm, I'm saying, right? And that's where it'll be. And we'll 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 talk offline. I'll get your people up on some of this kind of stuff. So, you know, it's all good. And um you know, because I think it'll be the kind of thing where, you know, again, you like you've got something that very few people have, like you technically you don't own the footage, but you own the moment. Right. And like right. and you're still very much in the mix, man, like you're around, you're doing your thing. 
like you're accessible people like you know what i mean there's like you know like with everything it's like a cool and i don't know what the wave is i just know we're in the middle of a wave right so it's like the, some of those details are a little outside of we just talk about it but you know we're invested in nfts we're invested in crypto and all that kind of stuff but so that's why this stuff is super unique to me i mean and you, me, even Universal, who is, you know, uh, Universal Group, which is, you know, one of the folks that are involved in this we.new, they just recently bought Universal.com. Actually, Andrew Miller, who I just mentioned, he mm-hmm. brokered the deal to get them Universal.com, which is, see, we, we see Domain Sherpa Sports, man. We still talking domain names up in here, everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so anyway, but like I said, man, I think it's going to create really unique opportunities to like leverage those kinds of things. And I think for you, that's going to be really cool. I think there's no doubt that, you know, there's definitely a conversation for you and your people to have with some folks to see how you can, you know, kind of take advantage of that and, uh, you know, monetize that moment more, you know, because it's like, you know, because again, it's it's special. And, and anybody who is a college basketball fan, obviously the Villanova fans, man, like, you know, that it means a lot. And if you can, you know, then put that in the way these networks are not networks, platforms are going to monetize that stuff. You know, the technical elements, how they auction it off. These guys kind of know what's up. Beeple, who's involved in the we.new is the guy who sold his like 14 years of artwork for 60 million bucks. It's at uh, Christie's auction house recently. So it's like wow. he's involved in that new platform that's got the Andy Murray thing. And obviously, if it's Andy Murray and Wimbledon and, and you know, big names, man. I mean, it's 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 a brave new world, man. Oh, so. That's super legit right there, man. <laughs> wow. So it's going to be cool, man. And again, I think it's going to be neat. And uh, yeah, so I think ultimately it's just and just as we kind of go, you know, analog to digital. And there's also this these new, I think, trends of like, you know, people having better access to athletes and artists and, you know, like celebrities than they've ever had right through digital and the, these kinds of things. You know what I mean? Sure. Shit, a couple of years ago, if I want to get you on the podcast, I got to like fly you somewhere. I got to fly somewhere. It can't just be jumping online. And the next thing you know, we got some really cool content. You know what I mean? Right, so it's absolutely, like, <laughs> man. So, yeah. yeah, so that's what's up, man. So, well, all good, man. And I appreciate taking the time. Let's, let's take a couple more minutes. I mean, you got any other thoughts as far as like, so the upcoming Villanova season? I mean, you think we're going to be good? What do you think? Excited? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, um, I mean, I, obviously, I have high expectations for the program just because of how the standards that we, we followed and set. So I kind of just expect them to make a final four run. Like yeah, any yeah. final four run with the team that we got coming back. I know we're minus J-Rob this year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we got everybody coming back and we got some new guys stepping in. So I expect, yeah, and, you know, and Colin getting another run at it. And uh, yeah, and the recruits, man, you know, I, I, you know, I know, I don't know a ton about him. The recruiting thing for me, I mean, I kind of keep an ear out, but I try not to get too kind of caught up in that stuff because you realize, man, like, you know, if you're, you know, for you, you're in the mix. Like, it's you. that's like kind of part of your job. You know, for me, I'm like a, you know, I'm an old dude. I don't need to necessarily need to know what's going on with these 17 and 16 year old kids. But recruiting is crazy now. You know what I mean? Because they're like, I mean, I got got a green. Like, it's so different now from when I was there. And yeah, just even like, I'm, I'm pretty sure the guys like, Randy Foy and Alan Ray and even, you know, Kerry Kittles and those guys, they probably look at recruiting now like, man, kids get to take pictures in the uniforms. They're on green. They get green on their visits. And it's just it's just the way of the time. So you either keep times or you get left behind. Yeah, no, 100 percent, man. Well, that's another reason why I think, Jay, having you around in the program. Right. I mean, it's like people like, you know, people like you people. I mean, you know, players like yourself, but people also like you a lot. Right. So you know, and you have a lot of street cred and just, you know, from having played and been successful and 
all that kind of stuff and been through it that it's like, you know, I mean, those I would imagine that, you know, that would play, you know, that would play well with some of these prospects and recruits and stuff. And, you know, so are you involved in any of that kind of process at the moment or is that something that maybe comes down the road or what do you think? Um, um, I mean, any type of on-road on recruiting or anything like that, that's for the coaching staff and, and those guys, Coach Wright. Um, okay. Recently promoted associate head, uh, uh, associate head coach George Harkovich. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Coach Mike Nardi. Yeah, yeah, and, all right, yeah, yeah. And Dwayne Anderson, too. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. The great former Villanova basketball player, so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, talk- that's all up there, Ali. Yeah, well, you talk about, you know, clips and moments too i mean i still remember uh uh what do you call it? anderson's uh that steal from behind i mean that hustle play UCLA, right dude that was crazy man stokes wants another three not this time collison will take it to the other end and look at the hustle there he was easing his way down forward and anderson came from behind villanova back flow defense sprinting and just laying out to knock that away from darren collison and sliding to it that is probably the biggest symbol of what Villanova basketball is. Yeah. That play by Dwayne Anderson. Like anybody that knows anything about Villanova basketball in the program, they know that that play that Dwayne Anderson made in that moment, considering the time and the score, yeah. that is what it means to be a Villanova yeah. basketball player. Yeah. No question. Playing the right way, playing hard all the time, till the buzzer. Every second you're on yeah. the court. If we're on the court, we're trying to win because we know you're trying to embarrass us. Yeah. So we're going to embarrass you before you get a chance to do with us. That's just <laughs> that's, it, that's the I way mean. of the sports world, man. That's yeah, just how well, I mean, and absolutely. We try to teach our kids. You know, I coach my kids at flag football, a little bit of basketball. And, uh, you know, we've done pretty well. And, you know, I mean, we've had our flag football kids and just a little humble. I don't even know if it's a humble brag, but like the little kids won like an Under Armour national championship for flag, you know? And yeah, that's uh, lit, man. Listen, winning <laughs> championships at any level is not easy. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and you it, get them. Oh, no. And exactly. And, you know, so we've you know, but when we get out there, we try and teach our kids the same thing, like because we've lost games, too. You know what I mean? We've been on the wrong side of big losses. We've been on the right side of big wins. And no matter what it is, it's like you want to have them always trying to do the right thing, because at the end of the day, especially with these young kids, it's like you want them to be evolving, getting better as players, but growing as people. And it's like and, you know, and I think people lose sight. You know, we see some of these dads freaking out and crying and whining about different things or just being you know, jerks out there. And it's like, look, man, that, that's not the way, you know, that's not teaching these right. kids the real values to teach them to be, you know, kind of where they will be successful long-term, you know? And, uh, you know, so, you know, we try to kind of do that same thing. And Jay Wright for me personally is one of those guys, if not the guy that embodies like the, the right, you know, no pun intended, but the right way to no, do no. things, you know? Listen, so. absolutely, man. Um, going to Villanova, playing for coach Wright, well, it was definitely a challenge basketball wise, but like just to be around him as a person and, and yeah. the people at the university, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. I felt like wherever I went for basketball, I, I was going to do what I needed to do. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's basketball. I've been doing that my entire life, yeah, but yeah. to be around him and to build those relationships, uh, those relationships that I still use today and speak with, communicate with those people still to this day. Um, I know a lot of former players that can't, that don't really go back to their universities. Yeah. You know, and I'm just so happy and fortunate that Villanova is not a place like that. And um, everybody just shows respect and uh, everybody's just good people. At the end of the day, man, that's that's really what it's all about. All the values and everything that I cherish and hold dear to my heart, I learned through a sports coach at some point, whether it was little league or middle school, high school, even 
college collegially or professionally. Like I learned how to be on time yeah. from sports. I learned yeah. how to respect other people that don't look like me through sports. And uh, that's just one of those things that like, man, it's, it's crazy the people you meet, the relationships you build through sports. Like sports is one of the only things where you can meet a stranger and in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, y'all could be best friends or brothers just yeah. because of the things that y'all went through those yeah. couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100 percent, man. No, and I think that's well said. And I think it's great. I mean, and it's cool because, look, you know, you're there, you know, I'm, I'm outside looking in, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I've had an opportunity to talk to some, you know, um, Whitey Rigby and, you know, I bumped into him at an alumni event and we chat, chatted for a bit right after we right after we won in maybe it was eight right after the 18 championship 18. and uh you know but it's like all the insight and info i mean and hearing it from you man i mean that's it like it's like you know, <laughs> stamp it man that's great to hear man and it's awesome man. i'm sure it'll serve you well so that's definitely what's up man all right well we're running up on time but last question i guess is so nba playoffs man what do you think who's gonna who's winning the chip man is is, is bridges gonna get one is is it happening what's happening Come on, you you know I'm rocking. I'm biased. <laughs> I'm biased, man. I'm yeah. so you know who I'm taking. Yeah, yeah. I gotta take my guy, Mikael Bridges. Man. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I, I man. He's gonna be one of the few people in the history of all of sports to have two college championships and be an NBA champion. Yeah, man. Oh, I hope I so. I want man. that for my guy, man. I think he deserved that. He worked hard for that. Not yeah. many people remember when he came to Villanova as a skinny kid and had the mm -hmm. red shirt because there was no room for him to get on the court. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, now yeah. he's getting ready to be a hundred million dollar man in his next contract. And hopefully oh, two national championships oh. and an NBA championship. I'm with it. What happens if Dante doesn't get hurt and he's playing and it's Bucks sons? What do you do, man? Oh uh, man, that'll be <laughs> tough. I, <laughs> Uh, I won't. Man, make, you know, I, you, oh, I won't make you go there. You don't have to go there. But, you know. I mean, if I did have to go there, I probably would have been like, okay, I knew Kill a year longer than I know Dante. So if I had <laughs> to right. pick, that's who I would pick. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Hey, man, that's a good way of looking at it, man. So, all right, well, let's do this. I'm gonna shut the recording down now. So, um, but I, you know, look, man, I appreciate so much you taking the time to be on here. I mean, this was a great conversation. I'm excited to see what happens with you next. And uh, like I said, I'm going to holler at your peoples and, you know, kind of share some of this info about some of these things. And, you know, so you can see what's good and, you know, we'll go from there and see what's up. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, we'll just keep an eye out and see what's up. And uh, so thank you so much for being on the show today, man. That's definitely what's up. This was great for me. And this was this is like a bucket list thing for me, man. So I appreciate it. Uh, man, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being patient, even though I was going through some technical difficulties <laughs> over here. Oh, that awesome. usually don't happen. I'm usually on point and on time <laughs> and on schedule with my things. Because, as you know, I learned it from <laughs> a great program. That's no nonsense. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm usually on point with things like that. So thank you again. I'm sorry for that. And no, I no, hey, man. Having me, man. I, I'm yeah, no, no. Dude, it was like a couple minutes later than we thought we were going to jump on. But at the end of the day, it all worked out great. So I'm going to say thanks to the audience. I'll shut the recording down. Hang on for one sec. We'll chop it up for a second post uh, post thing here. But um, and uh, yeah. And then with that, I want to say a huge thank you to the audience. As I say it on every show, without you all, there's no us doing this here. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you hit us comments and all that good stuff. Let us know what's up. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you all next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Bees up. <laughs> He's up, baby. <laughs>